Thinker podcast. My name's Frank, and let's get cracking. So, this one's going to be a little bit different to the previous episode, probably going to be quite a short one. This I just wanted to get a little reaction in, a little review slash reaction to the Cosmic Hoax film, which um, has just been premiered yesterday. Uh, and it was premiered on Stephen Greer's YouTube channel, which is available to watch for free. So I would definitely encourage everybody to watch it if you're interested in the topic because obviously Stephen Greer is is no taking it away from him. He's he's a big name in in ufology, if if you like, and especially with um, at the forefront of consciousness-related communications with um, extraterrestrial intelligences and and or even just non-human intelligences, whether or not they're extraterrestrial, I suppose, is a, a different conversation. Um, but it's definitely worth a watch. I, whatever you think of of Stephen Greer, I always think that you shouldn't ju- you shouldn't judge somebody by them as a person. You should judge somebody's somebody's work, you know, based on its own merits. That that's what I'm trying to say here. So Stephen Greer has dedicated his life to the topic of of you know, UFOs, UAP, you know, non-human intelligences. And I, I do find it very intriguing, the recent um, the recent movements towards actually being able to contact, you know, non-human intelligences via you know, CE5. Obviously, a lot of that was uh, heavily pushed by Stephen Greer in recent years. It's worth mentioning, though, that, of course, Stephen Greer didn't actually invent CE5. He merely branded it as CE5 and created his, ho- his own um, steps to actually follow to be able to, to practice what he calls CE5. But it has arguably been in existence, the, the concept of actually uh, using meditation and, and different uh, states of consciousness to to actually communicate with extraterrestrial or i keep saying extraterrestrial but that's not necessarily the case is it it's just non-human intelligences of some kind energy forms we, we don't really know what uh, people are actually communicating with but obviously like i say stephen greer has been heavily going into that direction in recent years but it has been around since the the 70s with um things like mission rama and, and you could even argue that going back hundreds or even thousands of years um there has been efforts to uh, to 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 go down that path basically but it's, it's not really being known as ce5 and stephen greer's ce5 and all the rest of it until fairly recently so but as I say, he he is uh, very much at the the, the cutting edge of, of that, or has been. So I, I find it quite fascinating, and I'll always give a chance to the work that he that he puts out, just like anybody else who's prominent in in the field of, of, of this topic, because I find it fascinating, and I can't really get enough uh, new films, documentaries, whatever you want to call them. So if something comes out, I'll definitely give it a watch. Now, having said all that, 
I am going to just say, just because there's a lot of people who are not going to like what I've got to say about this film. So if you're a real fan of, of Stephen Greer and uh, you absolutely love this film if you've seen it, I am going to disagree with you on this one, I am afraid. So don't take anything that I'm saying personally. I'm not going... I've, I actually debated whether or not to even do a review of Cosmic Hoax because I am really not trying to be negative with this podcast. But I have to say that I really did not like the film. So I just want to reiterate that before I get into the kind of nitty gritty, this is really not a personal thing. It's not an attack on Dr. Greer, Stephen Greer. I'm merely critiquing this latest product which has been released, this film, as a standalone piece of work. Um, so... Having said all that, let's get into the actual the the meat and meat and bones of it. So, unfortunately, I basically found the film to be a a bit bizarre, a bit paranoid in tone, and literally all about painting Stephen Greer as the hero, with all of the the other people are basically disinformation disinformation agents working against what Stephen Greer is trying to do and push a, a seemingly evil agenda. Which is quite ironic considering that he's protesting about the fear and threat narrative being pushed by people like, he, he accuses of course, Lou Elizondo, Tom DeLonge, Chris Mellon, in particular seem to be his kind of main targets. Um, and anybody involved with TTSA and, and so on, these are all government agents and they're, they're trying to convince the public of a, um, of a threat from extraterrestrials, intelligences, non-human intelligences, again, whatever you want to class that as, um, to push for some kind of war against, um, you know, against aliens, essentially, is what he's trying to say. And the irony of that is that he's, he's literally trying to make the viewer worried about a threat of a war with aliens, despite the fact that the whole problem that he has is the fear and threat narrative. But yet he's actually, specifically in this film, trying to make you afraid of the fact that TTSA are evil and they're trying to push this threat and trying to do all this nasty stuff. It just seemed so bizarre to me that literally, like the irony of that seems to be completely lost on him, which is... A, a bit odd you know it, it just it doesn't really stack up it's like he's not watched the film back or something how could you not realize that I, I found it really hard to get my head round and I think that basically is is the crux of the whole thing for me uh, basically what what the whole film is trying to get at is that there's this massive conspiracy to send humans into war with aliens and it seems to be that he thinks that the government are trying to convince the public that the threat of aliens is is very real and that you know we should be afraid of aliens and Luel Zondo, Chris Mellon, TTSA, everybody involved in, in that um, are not to be trusted and they're trying to terrify the public about this threat of aliens so that the government can raise funds to basically have a war with with alien, an alien race and it it just doesn't stack up to me at all unfortunately i mean again i'm you know it is going to come across as a bit negative this no matter what i say because i, I do feel like that about the film unfortunately and it just there's a lot of actual good points in there as well this is the thing that's important like he talks about using consciousness to try and contact 
um, non-human intelligences. Something I find really fascinating that I'm trying to delve into at the moment um, and I've been looking into a lot recently and it certainly seems that there's, that is at the forefront of a lot of people's thinking within the topic at the moment of how can we expand on that and you know look into it more and things like that. So there's a lot of actual nuggets of real information along the way but all of it is being used and stacked up to make this final point that the government are trying to go to war with aliens which i just don't think is is at all likely um first of all i mean just from a logical point of view why would we want to go to war with uh you know with aliens who have got this amazing technology and that are all powerful doesn't make any sense we'd be wiped out within an instant like and there's nothing to really expand on why we want to go to war it's literally you just expected to believe as the viewer that the government is just one entity and everyone within the government thinks the same and they're trying to get into this war with aliens. There's nothing to really explain why. Like, there's no actual proof uh, put forward as to why we're going to this war, what the benefit is to humankind. Like, it, there, there's just no facts at all. It's literally just scaremongering about something that doesn't exist. And there's no proof offered or no facts or data or anything offered to actually say that it's the case. So a really tough watch. I mean, there was times when I was watching the the film and I actually had to stop it and just kind of reason through what was what what bizarre information was being put forward, and then just carry on watching it after that. I mean, all of these things that are being put forward and the things the claims that are being made by Stephen Greer in this film are all very well and good. If there was evidence presented, I would be open to it. I, I went into the film thinking, let's give this a chance. It, this could be a game changer. You know, this could be something where I'm obviously interested in the topic. I have a, a podcast on the topic, you know, so I'm clearly interested. And I was open to, like, okay, let, let's see what the situation is here. But there was just no evidence at all. There's no evidence. The only pe the only thing was people telling stories, people giving accounts of things that they've experienced, which, again... Some of it is quite fascinating, but it doesn't back up the the overall point of the film, which is the claim that the government are, uh, there's a conspiracy within the government or the government at large, whatever you, however you want to put it, are trying to send humans into war with aliens. So there's a, there's a whole segment in the film where they try to put forward this thing of the government know a lot more than they're letting on. Yeah, I, I agree, that probably is the case. It's almost certainly the case that, that the government know a lot more about this topic than what they're letting on. Now, does that actually mean that they have craft? Does that mean that they have bodies? Does that mean that Roswell... It's difficult to say, but there is absolutely almost a certainty that the government know more than what they're letting on. Because bearing in mind, until the last couple of years, they didn't even let on that UAP even existed. It was just a policy of denial and you know, we don't comment on that. So for the last however many years, however many decades, they've known at least that UAPs exist and didn't comment on them. So the government have got a track record of um, not letting on everything that they know. So in the film... Stephen Greer is basically putting forward this this point that the government know a lot more than they're letting on. I agree. I think that's absolutely correct. But and and there's various clips of people within government and intelligence and things like that uh, at press conferences or whatever 
talking about how it's essentially, you know, they know a lot more and kind of hinting at the fact that there's more information that they're not going to reveal, uh, which is fine. I, I think that is, you know, that's a legit point. That That is something that is definitely going on. But how does that relate to the fact that the government are trying to go into this war with aliens? It doesn't. There's just nothing to point towards that. But it's like he's using evidence for something else to point towards his, his conclusion that he's dreamed up, which is a bit baffling. So compelling as those stories and those accounts are, they don't offer any data. And it leaves the viewer basically in a situation where you've got a little more to think about than you better believe Stephen Greer because everyone else is a liar. But there's not really that much evidence of these other people being liars. And it, it almost comes across as a little bit frustrated that, like, Stephen Greer hasn't really got any dirt on Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, Tom DeLonge. He hasn't really got any proper evidence to prove that these people are bad you know, conspiratorial, they've, they've got these links with the government and they're pushing this evil agenda. There's no actual proof for any of that whatsoever. And instead, we just get these... There's a baffling segment in the film which literally just says... It, it's like an exposing lies segment. And it says, we don't know what UFOs are. Lie. Does not... The the craft the government does not have craft capable of these manoeuvres, etc. That that's kind of a summary of that one because it's a long point. Lie. They're a threat to national security. Lie. I mean it, it's childlike. I mean it, it literally just making a point and then saying that it's a lie, but you're not offering any actual proof. I mean the the concept that we have craft available of the you know which can which can recreate these manoeuvres okay fine you know that that's really interesting so are we going to delve into you know some proof that these craft actually exist and we're going to you know actually bring out some data and experts on the topic and, and really delve into how we can prove that the, the government actually does have these craft because that's something i'm really interested in and you know i would be very open to seeing some some data and some proper um analysis of how that could be the case but no, no, no. We just told that it's a lie, and that you know there's nothing to expand on that whatsoever. You just expected because he said it's lie, and there's there's a an animation of the word lie which stamps over the text on the screen. What we just go with that then, do we? It just doesn't make sense. So it's like, where are the evidence? Where is the evidence of all of these claims? And there isn't any. Literally non presented. And. I think that the portrayal of Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon and Tom DeLonge is, is particularly spiteful and childish. Using select clips of Tom DeLonge, for example, saying something silly on stage when he was in Blink-182. I mean, listen, man, we all know Tom DeLonge said some silly stuff when he was in his 20s in a, in a pop-punk band. Who cares? Like, what... It just seems so childish to say that, oh, because Tom DeLonge said something silly one time when he was playing a rock and roll gig, so what, we don't believe him. There's literally, um, there's a clip of him saying something silly, like, um, you know, making a fart joke or something like that on stage. So, and, and, and this film, The Cosmic Hoax, presents that as evidence, what, that the guy's not trustworthy? It just seems such a bizarre, like, thing to say. It's like schoolyard insults. 
like, oh, don't trust this guy because he once made a joke. That's literally the worst argument you could possibly put forward. I mean, it's like everybody has a laugh. Are we expected to just never make jokes? Like, otherwise we might not be taken seriously about another topic 15 years later. Totally strange. And, you know, just because he said something silly once at a rock and roll concert to entertain the crowd, we should discredit everything that he says. And unfortunately, that approach just backfires and actually makes Stephen Greer look bad, in my opinion, because obviously there's a lot of people who won't think what I'm thinking, which is fine. You know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I have all the answers, but this is just how it hit me. At the end of the day, this podcast is called the UFO Thinker Podcast. It's whatever I think about, about this topic I talk about. And, you know, don't get me wrong, there's no absolutely no offence meant to anybody with all this. It's just what I think about it. Uh, something else this this is going to be quite a controversial one but and i i can't say with any certainty about any of this either okay but for one reason or another i have been involved in certain things in the past to do with actually filmmaking and making videos and films and things like that to do with things that i've done in my day-to-day -day life outside the podcast and i know that stephen greer has been raising money for this film to the tune of i think I, I don't quote me on these exact numbers, but it's a lot of money. So I think it was a, a GoFundMe thing for aiming for two hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars, and I think in the end it ended up raising over three hundred thousand dollars. And this film could have been made for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. I don't understand where all the money has gone into that. Now again, I may there may be something I'm missing there, but it just kind of rang a bit of an alarm bell. I mean, it's literally just footage of people talking mixed with some stock footage, mixed with a few snapshots of, like, lights in the sky um, with a few transition effects thrown in between. Well, actually, quite overdone. Um, if I'm going to actually critique the editing of the film, it, it's just... It started to make my head hurt in the first half an hour of it because the transition effects between one shot to the next, they have this glitchy effect of transitioning between shots. Just, just a bit hard to watch, really. But those kind of things can be done on a laptop for zero budget. So I really don't think that the film would have cost 250000 to make. And when you bear in mind that Stephen Greer has been involved in some extremely questionable things in the past with regards to charging people for experiences, which then turn out to be man-made experiences... When you bear that in mind, that this guy is taking money off people to basically put forward a, a, a hoax product in some of these experiences, which again is not discrediting anything to do with um, the, the, the actual reality of being able to contact non-human intelligences through meditation and consciousness, etc. Because I think that's a fascinating topic. But this guy has been taking a lot of money off people to then take them on false experiences. Um, when you consider that that's his track record, and now he's just raised a quarter of a million dollars to put this film into, into you know production, which, as far as I'm aware... You could get done for twenty thousand. Like even if it was fifty thousand, what's he done? Just pocketed two hundred thousand of other people's money. Um, it just seems a little bit of a warning, a warning sign again for me that. So just to summarise, because I don't want to go on on and on and on and on, but 
Uh, my summary of the whole thing is that it's such a shame that there is no evidence presented. There's only blurry photographs, which are very ambiguous, wit witness testimonies, which are mostly, you know, mostly quite ambiguous as well. I, I mean, a lot of the witness testimonies and things that are actually said by people in the film are genuine, you know, points that are being made, but they don't back up the overall point of the film which is that there's a conspiracy to discredit you know him him Stephen Greer and to to basically make the public terrified of um of, of of extraterrestrials in order to go to war with them there's a lot of good points made but none of them seem to point towards that to me there is no evidence or facts presented as to you know like there's a lot of insiders pentagon memos and things like that and leaked documents and none of these documents really have any compelling evidence in them that there is some kind of an ongoing effort which has been going on for 50 70 however many years there's nothing really to directly point towards uh, an effort to make the government uh, make the public terrified of, of uap in order to go to war with an alien race there's just not and let's be honest if this massive effort has gone on for 70 years, it's not been very successful, has it? Because if you're trying to, to convince the public that aliens are terrifying, they pretty much kind of succeeded with that in the 50s and 60s. Like there was a lot of alien horror movies and alien invasion movies and stuff like that. So what, did it just kind of dip and then, oh, they brought it back again 10 years later and then it dipped again? And there doesn't seem to be... A, a direct relation to an actual thing that's going on you know if if there was a real plan that was on the scale that it supposedly is uh, there was a real plan to put this in motion to go to war with an alien race they've not made a good job of it over 70 years have they because we're not really any further along with that effort now than we were 70 years ago so it just doesn't make any sense to me that that is what's happening so another thing is then that it's baffling to me that a lot of people are singing the praises of the film, which if you go to the comment section, because I was intrigued, like, you know, what are other people going to make of this thing? And obviously Stephen Greer has got a very loyal fan base. And it's really baffling to me that a lot of people are singing the praises of the film, which I literally struggled to get through. And it, it was so cringeworthy in points that I couldn't actually... I paused it, I had to just have a few little deep breaths and carry on. And it made me think of the challenges that lie ahead for the UFO topic and for disclosure in general. I mean, I felt at times that, that Stephen Greer actually feels a bit left behind by what's going on at the moment in the topic and all the decades of work and and research that he's put into this and then he isn't really at the forefront now, you know, and there's certain lines, like when he describes the media as fawning over TTSA, it just comes across as bitter and jealous. And it's like he's got he's got jealous of the fact that he's not at the cutting edge of this now. TTSA have kind of stolen his, his glory. And so he's formulated this hit piece on TTSA and, and Lou Elizondo, Tom DeLonge and Chris Mellon in particular... And it just it seems petty, and it, it, I think the overall feeling that I got was I actually feel a bit sorry for the guy, and I actually feel a bit sad that this sadly will open up a division at a time when we really need to be coming together to push for disclosure and to push for 
convincing the government that we that the public are ready for hearing more information about this and the public want this and what we have to remember is that the public the government is is elected to carry out the will of the public and i genuinely believe that the will of the public is that we want to know more about this topic people are fascinated by this topic the only reason that people in some cases dismiss it is because we've had this stigma pummeled into us for years and years and years from being children that there's nothing to see here but i think just in general that even despite that there's a massive amount of public interest and we need to be able to hold our governments accountable and say look we are as the public are united in this we want to know more about it we are the people of this country and you represent us so our will is that you look into this more and tell us the truth about exactly what's going on within reason because obviously some things classified national security etc which is understandable but the public's desire is to know more about this so it's the government's responsibility to be able to deliver that to the public because they serve the public but the problem is with things like this is that this basically opens up divisions within the public i mean this film is literally trying to slate uh, you know ttsa and lou elizondo the people who are actually at the forefront of the current wave of pushing for disclosure and all this is going to do is divide the public so the public aren't as together anymore to actually demand the answers that they deserve from the governments. And I think that is the overall feeling that I was left with, just frustration and a little bit of sadness that that's the case. And you can already see it when you look on social media, people posting about this thing. Um, you can see people saying, oh, see, Lou Elizondo, you know, he's really bad, blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people saying, oh, Stephen Gray is really bad. And it's just sad to see because that's the last thing we need at this moment in time in my humble opinion because i don't know everything um but that's just the way that it struck me and i would be though extremely open again next time stephen gray does a film i will watch it and i will take it in and i will weigh it up and, and if depending on how it hits me I'll, I'll change my mind the thing is i've actually watched a lot of jeremy corbell's work and there's some of it which I really didn't enjoy. There's some of it where I thought the tone was all wrong and, and the balance of the claims being made compared to the actual data and evidence put forward wasn't really right enough for me to get on board with it and believe it. And every time Jeremy Corbell released something, I would just still check it out. And there has been some recent releases and some recent things that Jeremy Corbell has done, which I've been like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with that. I can totally get behind it. So that's the thing. People can change the viewpoints. And I just hope Stephen Greer, being the influential individual that he is, especially within this topic, I kind of hope that he goes away from the, the, the slightly bitter, petty vibe that I got from this film and, and goes back into proper hardcore research um and and, and yeah I, just, I hope that that that's the way that things go going forward and i hope that the 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 reaction to this and the backlash to this doesn't create too much of a divide and i i hope that people can stay with the eyes on the prize that what we all want whether you're a big fan of of stephen greer or whether you're a big fan of lou elizondo and ttsa etc you know or whether you're somewhere in between what we all want is to hold our governments accountable and say look the public want to know about this 
where's the information and what can you do to make sure that there's more information going forward that's what we all want that's what we should focus on and i think things like this with its bitty a bitter and petty tone is not going to push towards that it's going to push towards the exact opposite more division less togetherness and that is the way that we're going to not get further with this so yeah that's my thoughts um I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. I hope it didn't come across as too negative because I really tried to make it um, not a hit on, on Stephen Gray's personality as a person because I believe that he's done a lot of... a lot of um, He's pushed this topic forward over the decades a lot and um, this is not a hit on him as a person. It's not a hit on him as an individual, but it is a hit on the film because I did not enjoy it and I found it to be all of the things that I've just described it as. So that is that. Um, and I hope you'll join me in the next podcast when I'll be discussing some other bits and pieces. Actually, the next podcast I've already started to make notes for. It's going to be on a fairly similar topic. I'd already kind of written my notes for it before watching the film. But what the next podcast, which I'll be recording on Friday, um, is going to be about the, the the huge opinion splits within the topic on various different elements. So that's one that we're going to get to um, this week. And then after that, I've had a uh, couple of requests for a few different topics. So one that I'm going to be uh, doing very soon is um, Oumuamua. So a um, bit of a tongue twister to say with a Northern English accent, that one. But um, that's something that's been really fascinating to me. So there's going to be an up upcoming uh, uh, podcast about that very soon. It's just one of those that takes quite a bit of research to get all the correct information and so on that one. So bear with me while I get all the bits together. But that's that's from a, a request uh, that I had on Twitter. So don't worry, my friend, that one's coming. But... Um, yeah, until next time, take it easy and I'll see you in the next podcast. UFO Podcast.